hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. Today's show is all about you. You've got questions, and of course, we've got answers. Let's face it, we all suck at dating. It's awful, it's awkward, and it's impossible to figure out why am I so excited about today's show. I will tell you, I have two professionals, or one's a real professional and one I just like to consider professionally bad at dating. Um, And then you have me. First, I have, uh, she is a licensed counselor and dating and relationship expert based out of Boston. She helps people find lasting love. She is the boss lady that's going to help us learn how to love successfully. And today, she's helping us navigate the world of dating. Please welcome back to Hashtag No Filter, Samantha Burns. Hey, guys. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. I love the boss lady. (laughs) And also back on today's show, I have uh, the serial dater, the professional (laughs) um, disaster dater, um, my good friend, Veronica Baltadano. How are you? Hi, everybody. I'm good, actually. I'm ready to. I have more stories. Let's just say. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. So um, just to preface everybody, Veronica was on the show um, a couple months ago when we had Dr. Amador on, and he was giving us um, some advice on dating. He was here to talk about the book, I Suck at Relationships, So You Don't Have to by Bethany Frankel, which he helped co-write. And so, Veronica, Dr. Amador gave you some good advice. Did you take it? I did, actually. I did. What did you learn? Um, How has your life changed drastically? (laughs) Well, I remember him telling me that um, I was comparing this person taking me out to eat and spending money on me as like a sign of like he really likes me. Uh But so now I've learned that that doesn't mean anything. And it makes it easier, actually. Actually, I don't expect anything. I just go with it. Good. I mean, I haven't been taken out yet, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm ready for next time. Good. Well, I I think I learned a thing or two from Dr. Amador and from some of the other um, love and dating coaches that we had on that month. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the following week I had a dating coach on and I kind of put my mommy issues on blast. And I talked about, um, you know, how my mom and I didn't have the best of relationships. and, And since then... Her and I, she listened to the show, and she was like, what was that about? And I was like, (laughs) well, let's talk about it. It was therapy, but without her there. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. So we did, and since then, I've I've kind of been applying everything that I learned to all of the relationships in my Mm -hmm. life, and I've seen how it's, it's really helped. Nice. I'm glad. It was worth it. So, Samantha, I'm excited to have you on because we have a whole bunch of questions that people have sent in, um, and they're all in kind of like that millennial age range. Um... And I want to dig into it because I know we have a lot of um, fun questions to answer. (laughs) Let's tackle all this juicy dating stuff. We're ready. Yes. Okay. So this first question, this one's actually for me. And this is something that I've kind of been struggling with lately. um, Or or something that I found myself struggling with um, recently. Maybe not like today. I feel like I've kind of (laughs) gotten a little better at it. But um, okay. So I kind of have this... uh, intense need to try to impress people um whether it's like friends or or potential lovers or whatever it is i just i always just want people to like me so badly that Mm -hmm. i will try way too hard Mm -hmm. um and i feel like it's it may be my way of kind of controlling the situation a bit um because i know that's something that i have an issue with is is control um so what advice do you have for my issue to impress so first of all, I think that's really insightful, this idea that we 
that durability or you're trying to control people because it's really anxiety producing to realize that you right. can't control people. We have no control over them mm-hmm. and it's really normal and natural to want to be liked because it validates our sense of self-worth, right? right. And so when it comes to dating, um, you, you want your date to like you. And ultimately, though, you can kind of get in your own head and psych yourself out and you're so focused on making a good impression that you forget that it goes both ways. And you forget right. that as much as you want to impress this person, this person also needs to fit comfortably into your world, right? Okay. And so, yes, people judge. That's the reality. But being liked for who you are is, you know, the key there. And then kind of maintaining this facade or, like, this false advertisement about who you really are is just mentally exhausting. And, like, who has energy for that all the time? So I think it's it's so, (laughs) right? And it's so cheesy. You know, it's like that interview advice where they say, just be you. Well, in dating, like, this is your world. And this person has to like you. So kind of take that deep breath and say, you know what? You don't want to, like, hook them in, and then a month later when you finally get comfortable, they're like, oh, this is who you are? Yeah, so it's really right. important to just do you and be confident about who you are. And they're either going to like you or they're not, and that's part of dating. And you know what? I, I, I really like that because I'll, I'll be honest. So a couple of days ago, um, I was trying really hard to impress somebody, and then mm-hmm. I ended up getting a big, giant slice of humble pie, um, like, <laughs> right in my face. And... Um, and I kind of just woke up the next day and I was kind of like, okay, that happened. But I still I still have a job to do. I still have somewhere to be. I still have things. I still have shit I have to get done. Like, I can't sit here and, and wallow in it. And then this week, I've kind of just been moving through it and tackling it with a little bit more confidence. And I've been taking a little more pride in myself and putting my outfits together a little bit better or taking a little more time just to think about it and in the past few days like i've been hit with random (laughs) compliments from random strangers like yesterday i was walking down the street to the bank and this guy just walks up to me he's like you know i just want to say you're really cute like don't i'm not trying (laughs) to be a creep so good he's like i'm not trying to be a creeper and make it look like i'm hitting on you but i just wanted to say like you look cute and i was like thank you and then today too i went to grab lunch and um and the the cashier, she's like, "Oh my God, you're so on fleek. I love your outfit today." And da, da, da. I was like, "Oh my!" God. I was like, "Thank you. I need to." That's it's awesome. when you don't try, right? I'm like, "Let me give you a, a bigger tip, <laughs> right. right?" It's when you don't t- try that people come at you. Exactly. So I yeah. totally love that hashtag. Own it. Right. Yeah, and I think that when um, you know you could have reacted in two ways. You could have sat and wallowed and been really upset and kind of wasted weeks bouncing back, or you're like, you know what? I'm going to invest in some self care. I'm going to put together my cute outfits. And then you're like already, you're already bouncing back. Yep. All right, let's get to our first question. Our first question comes from Gianna. Gianna's 24 and she says, can I really meet a decent guy on Tinder? I feel Mm. like all these guys out there just want sex. Samantha, do all the guys on Tinder just want sex? Hell no. I really? Think there are, yeah. Okay. I'm all about Tinder. Um, really? So, so oh am I, God. Samantha, just saying. Just so am I. So my clients <laughs> and my friends have met really decent guys on Tinder. I know plenty of couples who are exclusive, who've even moved in together. Um, and I think that Tinder, it used to definitely have like the hookup yeah. Um, yeah. connotation to it. But nowadays, I think it's just generally more accepted by a wider variety of people who are looking mm-hmm. for different things. So whether, you know, I think Tinder is the same at this point as like an OkCupid or these other sites, um, whether it's, you know, everyone's going to be in there. People are going to be looking for a casual hookup. Other right. people are going to be looking for a committed relationship. So it's more about are you weeding out the right 
you know, the right and the wrong people. So, exactly. so what is it that you, you know? can do to weed them out? I mean, is it just ignoring okay. the, the well, or what do you, Veronica, what do you do? Because I, well, because Samantha, like I Tinder. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's how you would call it. It's but, a verb. Yeah. <laughs> I Tinder. Um, and I've been doing it for like, I don't know, five months now. Um, and actually sometimes they, they, the guys do the weeding for you. Like they let you know what they want, what they don't want. Um, and and I'm assuming you don't put like flashy pictures of your boobs and well no not me personally but I do put you know like a physical you know like a full body because I don't want them to think like you know that perception of like oh you look one way yeah you know I'm I'm pretty open and I'm straight out on my profile like really quick look I'm 5'6 I'm curvy two kids like don't play games with the kind of thing like that's what (laughs) I put and like guys like eat that up that that. is awesome I have guys that like yeah we match what I like about it is that you match with who you like if they don't like you great you just move on that's what I like about Tinder with so be more honest in your profile yeah exactly I like that be more honest and don't be so sexy in your photos I think that's that would be my note because then you're attracting all the attention (laughs) I even tell clients I say you can even write in your profile you know just a little comment like I've done my fair share of dating and I'm looking for the right person Mm -hmm. or just something like to the point not yes. like I'm gonna want to marry you and have your babies tomorrow, but just something <laughs> saying that like okay I'm looking for for something more than a casual hookup and the other big one is like obviously if someone's like you're matching with someone at 11 p.m. on a Saturday night don't go meet up with them if you're looking for a boyfriend like wait till you're asked out on an actual real date yes that is in nobody wants early nobody wants to just cuddle and watch a movie at two in the morning when you no. get that let's, text let's that's a booty real. call yeah <laughs> all right well good luck to you Gianna on tinder our next question um I like this one from Lauren she's also 24 she says I'm 24 and I'm on hmm. um I'm over the dating scene I've considered going on sites like match.com but I feel like they're only for older people it only older people do that um any advice for where i can meet a nice guy would we suggest she jump on tinder so i she could totally jump on tinder there's other good ones like hinge coffee meets bagel i just started hinge oh you did how are you liking it i don't i haven't really found anybody yet but i'm not on as probably as much as i should i i don't i neglected a bit it's funny you just said coffee and bagel right yeah coffee. i tried that i didn't like it it was kind of (laughs) weird I, That's I, the one where they, it takes a little, you get like one match a week, I think, or yeah, one match a day. A day, uh-huh. And then, and then it disappears in a week if you haven't connected. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it gets you to jump on your game. No, I need yeah. to well, like you know actively what, be swiping left. <laughs> dating is kind of like a part-time job. Like you have to be able to put in the, the effort yeah. if you really want, if you really want someone. And the other thing for Lauren, what she can do um, is realistically just create more windows of opportunity to be social i think so many people get stuck in their daily Mm -hmm. routine and they complain about not meeting anyone but then they're not doing anything above and beyond to to go and meet people so like hashtag guilty (laughs) instead of sitting at home in your sweatpants go sit in a coffee shop and do some work that's how my best friend met her fiance like literally he came up to her in a coffee shop and they started chatting and started dating and now they're engaged get social is what we want to tell Lauren. get social join us intramural sports team you don't even have to be yeah. good how many intramural like softball leagues are there i mean that's really an excuse to go in and flirt and go out for a beer you know what I it like is it. samantha i think some people just don't want to put the work in it no they don't they're lazy daters 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this next dater doesn't seem too lazy. He seems a little proactive. It's Charles, 19. Um, and he wants to know what's a good first date to take a girl on. Mm. Young How old is he? 19? Good. He's only 19. He's so already no, wanting Not it. a bar scene. <laughs> um, right, clearly not a bar. Um, okay, well, in general, is is a bar a good place for a first date? I say why um, not. It's not bad. I think bar, like, um, with a, not the goal of getting drunk, but just to go out and have a drink or two. But I'm also a big fan of a coffee shop, a frozen mm. yogurt date, something where basically you don't want to overcommit. You Got don't want to do anything too fancy where you're spending all this money. Because you, you go out on five first dates, you're broke. I so, like that. Because, like, casual. yeah, for me, I would be like, let's go to dinner. Let's do this. <laughs> let's, and then uh, and then by the end of it, I would be so broke. And, <laughs> yeah, that's like $100 the, out of your pocket yeah, on because, a dating dud. Exactly. Because, like I said, with my issue with, with impressing people and then, like, what they were talking about with money, like, I always like to – and I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way, but I always like to just overcompensate by saying, like, I'll pay for it and let's go to a nice right. restaurant. Let's do this. And I just. But you know what happens try... with that? Then the girl or guy, I think it goes both ways. Like, they expect that the yeah. next time around. They and expect you to I always be yes. spending. If you like them, if you're there and you're hitting it off, you can always opt in to extend the date and then treat them to dinner. Or it's nice to leave the person wanting more so that you can secure that second date. So it's I like. like that. And you can even say, all right, now that I know you and, like, we hit it off, I'm going to plan something really, you know, special. I'm going to plan something fun. Because otherwise, yeah, it's just like you're wasting money and you don't even know if you're going to like this person. It's important to kind of screen them first, I think. I like it. Okay, our next question comes from Amber. Amber's 22. Um, and she says, I feel awkward going on dates because I never know how much to appropriately eat or drink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to look like a total fat ass, but I always like to drink to loosen up. But then with the lack of food and the drink, the drinks hit me quicker and then I'm sloppy and ruin the date. Wow. What's a good. F- <laughs> She's just putting it all out there. What's a good food to alcohol ratio <laughs> on a date? What the oh Amber's keeping it real. I love this. So first <laughs> of all, I'm a girl who loves her food, and mm-hmm. my husband prides himself on the fact that I eat like a 200-pound man. <laughs> um, but let's be real. When you're drinking on a date and you are you're, you haven't eaten yet, you're mm-hmm. probably chowing down on nachos instead of a dainty little salad. So right. if you want to be more ladylike, it kind of goes back to that advice you got before you went to college which was don't drink on an empty stomach i yeah. think don't date on an empty stomach um should exactly. they should you eat beforehand and then totally. still keep your snack. little salad yeah, exactly. yeah eat something beforehand and then you can order your little salad and what i think a good drink rule is mm-hmm. no is a maximum of two drinks yes, like that's two exactly drinks what i was gonna say total max like i agree two drinks and i also think the thing is like tipsy is fun so when you're tipsy you feel flirty you're loosened up the yeah. tipsy is very fleeting, and that turns into one extra drink, which can get you sloppy really fast. Yeah. yeah. And, see, I, and, so, that, and that gets you in trouble on the first Hashtag been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, our next question comes from Steph. Steph is 19. Oh, we have a lot of young young people sending questions. Seriously? Um, the guy I like is a bit of a player. We've been friends for two years, and I really like him, but don't think he's the type to settle down. You're 19. We've, <laughs> we've talked about dating, but he said he's not looking for anything serious. I'm hoping I can be the girl to change him. What do you think? Should I wait around? I'm not really the type to seek out dates and feel a little invisible to guys. At least this one notices me, and I feel like I may have 
have a shot. Maybe not now, but somewhere down the line. Okay, I'm just going to say, say right no, off the bat. Okay, go something? for it. Go for it. Right He's off the a bat. player. Of course he notices you. Duh. <laughs> okay. And you're I, 19. Like, yes, I want to change you're your young. He, you're young, and he's a player, but... I don't think you should ever have to wait around for anybody. Exactly. Especially or want to change somebody. Exactly. Don't want, like, if he's a player, let him be a player. And you know what? If you're 19, he's probably around your age. I'm assuming he's not 30 years old. Right. So let him play the game and you go out there and play the game too. Right. Samantha, what do you think? Um, hashtag hate the player, not the game. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, no, I think for real that guys usually say what they mean. So he's True. not talking in some secret code as if, like, like she's trying to he, figure yes, him he wants a girlfriend. Yeah. He's saying, I do not want a relationship. And so this idea that I think every girl has waited around, and I don't think that story has come through for 99% of them. So I say don't hold your breath. Um, and honestly, it sounds like you need she needs a confidence boost because um, she's probably not getting attention from other men. She's spending all of her time focused on this player, and she's exactly. not, you know, She's also stroking his ego, she, ego like oh, a loyal time. sidekick. And I think he's probably giving her attention because it feels it's flattering to have someone like you. And I think yeah. he's like leading her on. I think he's enjoying the attention that she's giving him. And she's probably giving him all of her undivided attention. So, totally. Steph, go out, play the game, let this guy be. And I can assure you, as soon as you turn your attention away from him, he's probably going to come and, and come at you. And if he doesn't. You know, there's what? like plenty Fuck of fish. There's in the so scene. many guys out there. You don't need exactly. that. Okay. Next question. And comes... if he does, you don't want to give it to him anymore because it's just a silly game. Exactly. You don't want to play games with somebody. Enjoy it. Go out and have fun stuff. Okay. Next question comes from Cindy. Cindy's 25 and she said, I was with my boyfriend for eight years. We were high school sweethearts and recently got engaged. Then one day out of the blue, he told me he wasn't ready to get married and wanted to call off our engagement. He said that we were too young. Uh, you are and mm-hmm. he couldn't make that big of a commitment I think I thought we were in love we were together for eight years how can uh, how can you just one day pick up and leave what guy would rather be alone at 26 I think a lot of guys would rather be alone yeah. at 26 <laughs> at 26 yeah most guys would probably want to be alone he doesn't even um, know what he wants and if they were high school <laughs> sweethearts like he never really got a chance to go out and play the and play the field exactly no I actually have a lot this one this one strikes close to home for me, and I think that it is, I have a lot to say. First of all, one of the hardest parts about, like, the end of a relationship and a breakup is mourning the loss of the future you envision with that person. Yeah. So I oh, feel yeah. like she's sitting there thinking, oh, I just dated you for eight years. It's a huge portion of my life, and I pictured my life with you, and how am I supposed to go on? And um, I think the other part is, this, even though it feels out of the blue for her, it was something I'm sure he really spent a lot of time Mm -hmm. thinking about and he didn't make the decision lightly and so um you know even though it kind of hit her out of out of nowhere but I think that the most important point I want to make about her situation is that I see them as a status couple that's a a term I use to be like the status quo couple it's a couple who stays together because they've grown comfortable they've invested Mm -hmm. time and energy and finances and love and commitment but they're not actually progressing emotionally Exactly. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah. And I don't think he woke up one morning and decided, hey, I don't want to get married. Like, he clearly thought about this. And if somebody's feeling that way, you don't want to jump into yeah, a marriage exactly. like that. Like, you, you want to let them. You don't want to convince someone to be with you. Exactly. And All who right. knows? Maybe there were signs that she just didn't see it. 
Yeah, she yeah, probably, probably didn't want to say it. Yeah, Cindy, I, pick up your pick up your pride, pick up your dignity, and you keep moving, girl. He was not ready for you, um, and we're wishing you all the best. Exactly. N- next question comes from Sabrina. Sabrina is twenty, and she said, "How do she says How do I get a guy to notice me without making it obvious? I have this guy on my mind. He's cute, and I like him, um, and I want him to look my way without trying too hard." What do you think, Samantha? How children. can she? How can I she, think. Nonverbal behavior is so big. So if the subtle signs like flashing a smile, making direct eye contact, RMP picked up, she needs to break the touch barrier. And like nothing too crazy, but just reach across and touch his arm or his shoulder when you're talking to him and you laugh with him. So as soon as you kind of break that barrier, that's a good one. Um, the other big piece of advice, too, for a guy at Greenlight it's honestly just initiate a conversation. So say you walk into Starbucks and there's a cute guy in front of you. All you have to say, it doesn't have to be brilliant. You can just say, hey, is it too cold out for a nice coffee? And that should be enough. And he's either going to take the bait because he's interested or he's not interested or he's already taken you know, by someone else. Right. All right, Sabrina, that's a tough one. Good luck. Um, Our next question comes from Tyler. Tyler's 21, and he says, how long should a typical first date last? That's an interesting question. How long should a first date typically last? Um, I don't know. My my opinion, I just think um, it's... I've been on dates where, like, it lasted literally an hour. Until the next morning. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that, that too. Um, or I've had dates where it's lasted till midnight, maybe once. So maybe... It, it depends just depends on your connection. Yeah, exactly. So it there's depends no on the set connection. time. I don't think so. If you don't like it, at least give them the benefit of doubt. Stay there at least an hour, you know, eat or have a drink with them or whatever. But if you really click with them, I think it depends. Okay. Do you have to work the next morning? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. You know, Are you responsible? Uh, right. Exactly. So I don't know. That's what I think. I don't know. All right. Tyler, it depends. What do you think, Samantha? I think it's also okay when you're setting up the date to say, hey, I'm free from 8 to 9. Do you want to meet up between then? And mm-hmm. that way, if it's a dating dud and you want to dash early, they know it's a firm, like, oh, it's 9. I got to yeah. go. Sorry. But I if th- it's good, I, extend it. I think that's more than okay. I actually think that's a great, like, mm-hmm. uh, a great little rule to have is to, to be like, you know what? I'm free from this time to that time. Make yourself look like you're in demand and you're busy yeah. and you've well, got actually, other stuff to do. I have, well, this guy I'm talking to right now, he always tells me, like, so what's your curfew? And I'm always like, my husband used to joke about that too. Yeah, and I I think the first time we met, I was like, oh, one, but I was just like messing with him. And literally at one o'clock, he's like, okay, let's, you know, go our ways or whatever. And we're still talking. So he actually. I like that. Yeah. All right, our next question comes from Jake. This one's kind of interesting. It mixes things up a bit. Um, I'm having trouble coming out to my family. I feel like the best way to find a nice I feel like the best way is to find a nice guy, date him and then introduce him to my family. I feel like it might be easier if I have a guy I really care about rather than just telling them I'm gay. I mm. feel like they might understand it better. Any input you could give would be helpful. What do you think, Samantha? I feel like that shouldn't then you're just looking for somebody for you're yeah. looking to be in a relationship for all the wrong reasons exactly well i also think that your sexual orientation is not about a specific relationship but about your self-identity yeah and so it's also not fair to a new partner to have that be like the distraction so you want to be able to be true to yourself talk to your parents um openly express yourself and then when someone special comes along you want all the attention to be on them not about the fact that yeah. you're gay absolutely exactly all right, good luck with that one, Jake. Um, Paige wants to know, Paige is 21, and she says, how do I score the man of my dreams? 
All right, Samantha, I'm throwing this one patience. to you. <laughs> I think, honestly, you can find the man of your dream anywhere, whether it's online or public transportation or at your gym. But basically, it kind of two things goes back to creating many windows of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to get your reps up and do a lot so that you know what works. But I also think this is kind of a jaded view, but I really think that you can only find, not only, but you can find the man of your dreams after you've experienced heartache and had other relationships because Mm -hmm. you learn so much from those previous relationships and you can basically you know you learn about what you like what you don't like what are your deal breakers what are you willing to compromise about and so before you find the man of your dreams i think you really need to know yourself yeah you need to you need to test it out you need to live and learn a little I think it just depends, too, like, on what do you want in that person. And yeah. you don't know that. Like, I don't think you know that at 19. I know we see all these movies yeah. about soulmates and all that stuff. Right. I just think it's <laughs> no. just like, it takes experience, and, I yeah. think. And what's you know? important to you at time. a young age might not be important then. Like, you might not know if you want kids when you're 19. But when you're 30 and dating, that's a totally different story. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Our next question comes from Emily. She's 22. She said, it's been about two years since I've really dated anyone. The last guy I was with, we were together for two years before I broke up with him. He just wasn't motivated enough for me. I found a new guy I was interested in. We went on a couple of dates. He seemed nice, but ultimately he wasn't interested in me. Why am I taking it so rough? It wasn't even serious, and yet I'm practically devastated. I feel rejected, I feel hurt, and I barely even knew the guy. What the fuck? Samantha, what the fuck? Right? (laughs) First of all, Emily, good for you, girl, for breaking it off with someone after a few years. That takes serious courage. Oh, yeah. And at 22, and to be able to recognize that? Yeah, that's big. Mm -hmm. And so so I think she's taking it hard because she said that she had been off the market for two years. So in those two years, she probably sat there and thought about what she wanted. So when she got back into the dating market, she probably went out a few times with this guy and thought, oh, this is someone I could see myself with. And so, you know, it, it hurts when you get rejected. Um, and she's probably disappointed because she, she got attached quickly, which yeah. is normal because she's looking for someone she could see herself with. And, right. um, you know, it's easy to kind of paint this picture of what your life will be like. And it sucks when it's not reciprocated back. But I think ultimately anyone in the dating world needs to accept that the majority of relationships and dates you go on are not going to work out. Ideally, it's only going to work out with one or just a few people in long-term relationships. And so it not working out, rejecting or getting rejected is just part of the process. I like that. I really like that. And then I know what helps me not getting too attached too quick is like not just dating one person. Like you meet him, you click, and then you stick to that person. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's helped me because I'm the kind of person like I get attached really quick. Yeah. Um, I love that strategy. You don't put all your eggs in one basket. Exactly. And then maybe you like one out of the three the most, but you still keep your options open yeah, you have unless the, you see it moving you have else. multiple burners exactly. going you don't put all your eggs in one basket exactly. i like that all right next question comes from crystal and crystal wants to know crystal's 24 and she wants to know how many dates before it's okay to have sex with a guy oh if i God, want him to not, take me seriously me i think <laughs> at the bare minimum at the bare minimum three to four what do you think? You're the professional, Samantha. What do you think? So there's no magic number. Thank but I do, okay. think, I do think that people value things more when they have to work hard to obtain them. Mm-hmm. 
So it's okay to be flirtatious and be sexual. You want that chemistry, but you can do that without going all the way. Um, and so when you build up anticipation, that usually gives you enough time to explore whether or not there's emotional intimacy and a greater connection outside of that physical attraction. And then you feel better about yourself when you've ruled someone out as a potential partner before having sex with them because then you don't regret sleeping together too soon. I like that. That's a good so one. give it a little time. And yeah, I agree. It's not a magic number. And that's not to say some people do sleep together the first date and it, and it has a magic way of working and it out. Works but I do out. think, yeah. I think you want to build that anticipation. Exactly. You don't want to give away, what is it? Don't give away the, once you give away the, the milk, milk for free, yeah, they yeah. won't buy the cow. All right, Crystal, don't give away your milk for free. <laughs> <laughs> our, our last question comes from Sean. Sean's 25, and Sean says, I feel like girls don't appreciate chivalry anymore. Okay, mm. this is a question for you, ladies. Um, girls don't appreciate chivalry anymore. Is it dead? Should I give up and stop trying to be Mr. Prince never, Charming? Never, never. I don't I believe chivalry is dead. More men like you yes. <laughs> Sean, keep it going. Keep it chivalrous. Yes. Keep opening the doors for the girls. Keep treating them to dinner. Yes. Um, I agree. Dad, it's like there's hookup culture, unfortunately, is real. Mm-hmm. And so I think women have kind of been blinded by this hookup culture and they settle for no effort. So the traditional courting phase is really important, and I think he needs to keep doing it and actually teach the other men out there a lesson. Exactly. All right, Sean, keep it going. We got through all our questions, you guys. Like, that's rare that we ever do that. Um, Samantha, where can people follow you on Twitter if they have questions for you? Where can they find you? They can find me at love underscore expert underscore Sam on Twitter, but I actually prefer... Instagram at okay. Love Successfully or my Facebook page, which is also Love Successfully, all one word. Yes, I love it. And is there anything else you want to plug? Um, just that. You can also check me out at www.lovesuccessfully.com. And I have these really fun yes. surveys. And you can go on and you fill out the surveys about your own personal experiences with mm-hmm. love. And they actually contribute to my writing, my research, my blogs, my books. Oh, we are so doing this after the show, Veronica. We are so doing that. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for for coming on the show today, Sam. Thanks for having me, This was so much fun, and I'm glad we got through all these questions. I hope you're happy with all the people we were able to help today. Me too. I hope they learned something good, and, you know, they're very welcome to contact me with any additional questions. Yes. And one thing that we forgot to do, Veronica, at the beginning yes. of the show was talk about our drink of the week. Our no, we just the... drank it down. Yeah, we, we, just, <laughs> we just killed it. Our drink, <laughs> of the... <laughs> our drink of the week is a, a light vodka lemonade, um, and it is a healthier lemonade, and it is lemon juice. It's got a little cayenne. It's a little bit of a master cleanse. It's got um, some coconut water, some alcohol. Line, um, some ginger, some kamu kamu, some cayenne, and some natural stevia with a little soda water and a splash of blue ice organic vodka, which we love on the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, blue ice. Um, and thank you guys for listening to hashtag. You no guys filter. are so California out there. Huh? <laughs> are oh, we, we so are. LA? It's so <laughs> hot. I, I'm jealous of your cool weather because it's so hot. Veronica's literally sweating in here like a like a whore in church. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing calories as we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Sam. And thank you guys for listening to hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. You can listen to us every week on iTunes every Wednesday um, and don't forget to follow me on social media at Just Plain Zach and visit JustPlainZach.com to get this week's drink of the week and to find out where else I'm going to be bye Samantha bye Samantha bye, bye guys bye